This ReachMD program is featured on Sermo, a free online community exclusively for physicians. To discuss this program with your colleagues, visit www.sermo.com. That's S-E-R-M-O dot When you join, enter ReachMD in the promotion box to receive a $15 Amazon gift card. Listen all month as ReachMD XM157 explores The Great Debate, a special series discussing the future of public health policy in America. About $1 billion will be spent in the next year by a dozen or so men and women running for president who almost daily talk about improving health care quality. But only a dollar a year is spent per American on the agency charged with providing the evidence necessary to make smart health care decisions. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the health care reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Mary Woolley. She's the president and CEO of Research America, one of the nation's most prominent advocates for medical research. Under Woolley's leadership, Research America's membership has more than quadrupled, earning a cross-section of support among physicians, researchers, government, and industry alike. Ms. Woolley is an elected member of the Institute of Medicine and a fellow of the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Ms. Woolley, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you, Bruce. Good to talk to you. The Agency for Health Care Research and Quality is largely unknown to most Americans. So tell us, why do we need to know about this organization, this agency, and what do we need to know about it? And why is it getting not much attention in Washington these days? Well, there's several reasons we need to know about it, Bruce, starting with the fact that most Americans, this will come as no surprise, hold a very dim view of the health care system these days. They believe that it's broken and needs a complete overhaul. I'm talking about that's from some public opinion polling that we've commissioned. 37% say that. Another 37% say significant changes are made. And only a very tiny percentage say everything's just fine. So we know there's, there's things wrong. And actually, the director of the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality, Carolyn Clancy, captures this in something she often says, and, and these are established figures, we pay for and receive excellent care only one-third of the time. Another third of the time, we're getting unnecessary care, and the final third of the time, it's wrong care. It's characterized by mistakes, errors of underuse of clinically appropriate treatments, or safety issues. Now, that's just unacceptable. And the public might not be able to quote those statistics, but they have their own experiences, and they feel strongly that this needs to be changed. The change in the healthcare system has to be based on evidence. We have to know what we're dealing with, number one, and then move forward based on that evidence. So there's a little tiny agency in the public health service called the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality, funded, as you pointed out, at the cost of only about a dollar a year per American compared to the $6,700 a year we spend per person on average for healthcare. And with that little tiny budget of theirs, which is a bit over $300 million every year, they're trying to attack that two-thirds of the health care system that isn't working right. And it's really pretty unrealistic to think they could do that. It's like having not just one hand tied behind their backs, but two. They're getting very little attention in today's budget climate where any excuse to spend less money is applauded, except for our major commitment overseas in Iraq. 
And yet the American public is ready for things to change. So we're convinced they will change, but what we're looking for as an advocacy organization is for many more healthcare professionals to weigh in and let their elected officials know that we've got to reform health care and we've got to do it based on evidence. So let's gather the evidence and move forward. Well, could you give our listeners an example? They probably don't know. They might not know about the Agency for Health Research and Quality. And what, what does it do? Give us an example of something that it does you know, for the average listener out there. Their overall charge, and then we talk about examples, is to improve quality, safety, efficiency, and effectiveness of health care. So they have a broad research portfolio. They take a look at outcomes of care and effectiveness so they can weigh in on what's working and what's not, whether it has to do with providing care post-MI or stroke prevention. You know, are we doing the smart thing? And if not, why not? And what's it going to take to change that? They take a look at prevention. Are interventions effective? And what can we learn from those healthcare systems that are, are doing things better than others? They take a look at health IT. They're among the voices, and there are several now, I'm happy to say, promoting the importance of achieving uniformity in health records so they can be transferable and so that we don't get into situations like we had post-Katrina where people's entire medical records were wiped out and no one was able to help them describe to new sources of health care what their course of treatment had been and, and other just terrible stories that underscore the reality that it's time for electronic health records in this country, and uh, we got to get there. Does the Agency for Health Research and Quality, do they have people's medical histories, or is that something that they, they don't have the ability to do and need the ability to do, or where would they have helped in Katrina? No, they did not. I'm sorry if I gave you the impression that they were helping with Katrina. Actually, the the heroic medical story with Katrina, actually, I would say goes to the VA because they do have electronic health records, and members of the VA health system were able to get consistent care once they were able to relocate out of the New Orleans area because the VA does have electronic health records. People who didn't have those were in a very different situation. You're listening, if you're just tuning in, to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and I'm talking today with Mary Woolley. She's the president and CEO of Research America, which is an advocacy organization, represents a cross-section of medical societies, companies from the drug industry, biotech, and the like. And we're talking today about a little-known agency called the Agency for Health Research and Quality that is not on the radar of funding by our members of Congress. And she's telling us why this agency is important. And if I may play a little devil's advocate, the, the interesting thing out there is that everybody is, is finally talking about the need for quality outcomes, clinical measures, employers are doing this, insurance companies are doing this. And so the people who might not want to fund this organization are saying, you know what, if more and more employers are doing this and insurance companies 
are gathering the medical records and the data and providing the quality outcomes. Why does the government need to be involved? Well, it, it's a good question, Bruce. And let me first say that it, I think it's a healthy thing that more and more people are talking about the importance of quality and of better outcomes in health care, including, by the way, prevention. Why not leave this to the private sector? Maybe that's the way to boil this down. And I think part of the answer to that question is the difficulty of assuring that you as a patient, I as a patient, my family members are going to get quality care from day to day, year to year, if that depends on who our employer is at the time, if it depends on access to our electronic or otherwise records that are only in the control of one provider and not another. It's a pretty unpredictable and therefore unsatisfying kind of approach. The people, when we conduct public opinion surveys, commission them, what we hear overwhelmingly from the public is that they're ready to put privacy concerns aside, not dismiss them, but to put them aside and assume that the government or require the government to attend to privacy and protect privacy, even as they assure, as the government puts in place policies that will assure that everyone will have the same high-quality care. Americans are fundamentally people that believe in fairness and want everyone to have equal access to high quality. Would the Agency for Health Research and Quality, would they fill in the gaps, let's just say, for the people who are uninsured? wouldn't surprise me if they didn't even have medical records. Is this agency prepared to track data like that on people? Not at present, no. They, they aren't anywhere near at the scale in terms of resources that they have at their disposal to make that happen. But that's one of the things that the advocates would like to see is a funding for them to be able to build medical histories on people who don't have health insurance or perhaps you and I who have insurance through our employers and our medical histories are already being tracked in the private sector? Either ARC or working with CMS, which is also, of course, a major, major player in the world of health care and reimbursement and setting standards based on evidence. A lot of the work that ARC performs is used by CMS in making its own determinations on what will be covered and not through Medicare and, and Medicaid. And uh, we're going to see more of that. We hope that the that agency, CMS, has the evidence it needs to enforce, if you will, high-quality care. That's what the public wants, and that's what we're moving toward. But we don't have enough evidence yet, and that's what ARC provides, is the evidence. They will not become the holder of the evidence per se, but they will assure that the health services research is conducted that will give us reliable evidence. And that's where we're lacking today, which is surprising when you consider in this country more and more, you know, I think the AMA and other physicians groups are in favor of evidence-based decisions in healthcare. And what you're telling us is that the agency is, is not funded well enough to do that. Right. That's right. Where they just simply cannot do, with the budget they have, they can't do the task at hand. About how big is their budget? They have a slightly over $300 million a year budget, million, not billion. And that's not very much these days. It doesn't go very far. It ought to, we believe, go quickly to a billion dollars a year. They could absorb that and use it well very quickly. And over the course of several years, maybe five to seven, I think it could go to $10 billion and still be used extremely well and wisely and would save our nation 
a great deal more in both lives saved, quality of life enhanced, and actual dollars saved, too, as we get past the dismal figure I, I quoted initially of the one-third of care these days, only one-third of care is the right care. We've got to get to the point where we're providing the right care to the right patient at the right time and getting it right the first time. And we can get there, but it's going to take evidence. It's going to take research. Well, I want to thank Mary Woolley, who has been our guest. She's the president and CEO of Research America, an advocacy organization for medical research in Washington. And we have been talking about the Agency for Health Research and Quality and the agency and its uh, lack of funding and its ability to provide our physicians, our consumers, our employers with evidence-based medicine and evidence-based medical research. I'm Bruce Japson. And you've been listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And I thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to ReachMD XM 157 and The Great Debate, a month-long special series and discussion on the future of public health policy in America.